Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 138 of the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. Today, we're going to be talking fairly briefly. It's going to be kind of a shorter episode, but a full spoiler review of the extremely long-awaited season five of Cobra Kai. Why the sarcasm? Because they came out with two seasons in one year. Yeah, that's more than we record. <clears throat> that's true. <laughs> we recorded more <laughs> seasons this year. Than that's what I'm saying. That's hence the sarcasm. Oh, okay. it was not long-awaited. It was short-awaited. I hate. It came as a surprise. I, I knew this past January when they dropped it, season four. I, that was on the books, but then all of a sudden they're like, season five is here. I just logged on one day. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I thought I was stripping. But if you look at the actual show and you watch it, and you're like, it, it doesn't take much to, to Yeah, it doesn't to take make. much to yeah. make. But anyway, we're going to be talking about Cobra Kai season five. We can, Actually, you know what? I don't think we've ever really talked about Cobra Kai. No, not to leading this point. Up to this but it's thing. been an enjoyable thing since yeah. it started. So let's talk about Cobra Kai all the way up to season five. How okay. about that? Yeah, that sounds like a good jumping okay. off point. And then just like our Italian listeners, by the way, buongiorno. Uh, would say at a moment like this, Andiamo. Uh, andiamo. <laughs> but first, before we Andiamo or It's Andiamo. Uh, it, for you it is. Yeah. I Tomato Tom Giamato. Yeah. Paul Giamato. Paul Giamato. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a dine, right? Uh, yeah. Well, he, that, with a name like that. Yeah. You can tell by his accent in the second Amazing Spider-Man movie when he was a rhino. Super Italian. Wasn't he supposed to be Russian? Yeah. That was. A, I don't know what he was. I was just, I've never actually seen it. Confession? You have. I haven't either. But, Episode 139, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 2, retro I'm, I'm not going to watch it because I know it's shit. Yeah. And so... But anyway. you saw Spider-Man 3, so I mean, how much worse could it be? But it was probably better in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. yeah, probably. But I think that's the thing. I was, I, I was so mad at Spider-Man 3 from the original Spider-Man trilogy, I guess, uh-huh. that I don't want to watch a bad Spider-Man movie again. So I didn't really watch the Amazing Spider-Man... I watched number one, but I didn't watch number two. So, you know what is going to be somewhat better than Spider-Man 3? Probably not as good as Amazing Spider-Man number two. Our fake sponsors? You're damn right. Damn. Who's making today's episode of Random Fandom with Brandon Brandon? Us. Possible. Yeah, I don't know. We both got... Well, I do know. <laughs> okay. Way to contradict yourself. <laughs> both, so, which one is it? We. It's the, huh? it's the affirmative. We know. I know. You know. Because we have it in our hands. Why don't you read our first fake sponsor today, Brandon? We all need support from time to time, right? Yep. We're all fans of the movie Cross. Sandlot. Oh, yeah. So maybe put the two together and understand a little slice of what's coming at you here. You're killing me small intestines. Mm. It's an online support group for people who are huge fans of the movie The Sandlot who also have terminal stomach cancer mm. of the small intestine. No, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Great. Our second big <laughs> sponsor today. You know, crime, crime is pretty rampant oh it's horrible in this it's one country. of the biggest problems we have as people to yeah. face yeah 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 De- death is uh the leading killer of humans and crime is the second and, and crime based that? death is like the it's, worst it's true so what are we going to do yeah about and it? well in particularly crime is bad in big cities hate it did you know someone gets stabbed every 52 seconds in new york city oh and that poor guy is named steve poor steve he gets stabbed every 52 seconds in New York City. I don't know why he doesn't move, but he's sticking through it. So 
a charity has been created to help Steve through his 24 to 25 stabbings per day. So please visit stopstabbingsteve.com to donate to Steve. Mm, sucks to be him. It Wait, sure does. I, I, and thank you so much for helping. It's like instead of a GoFundMe, it's like a Go Defend Me. Yeah. Um, I got to ask, though, if, if Steve, who is that somebody who stabbed every 52 seconds uh-huh. in New York, uh-huh. but you said 24 to 25 stab wounds, the math isn't quite right there. Dude, I didn't write this. Clearly. This is one of our fake sponsors. Well, please uh, throw a little money. If you're listening to this podcast, we okay, just... Okay, so it would, it would be double that. <laughs> At least. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But like I'm saying, if you're listening to I'm this podcast sure. and you got enough time in your day to listen to this this nonsense, we assume you're financially well off. So please... <laughs> please donate. Please donate to, to a worthy cause. Before he dies. All right. Ooh, what would you rather have take you out? Stomach cancer or stabbing? Speaking of Steve in the Sandlot. Probably stomach cancer because I don't have time to... At least get your fares. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of... No, there's no good segue. No, so do you want to talk about Cobra Kai? <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk Cobra Kai. Yosh! That means yes. I think so. Yeah. Andiamo. In, yeah, in Italian. <laughs> That's what that means. Yeah, I think so. Um, so... These, okay. I think it's funny that we actually haven't really talked about Cobra Kai at all. No, and yet we are, we've watched it. And obviously the fact that this latest season uh, came out in September, but here we are in November getting around to it. Whatever. Time's, time's elusive. I almost feel like it's not just enough to review this season. Rather, just comment on the show as a whole because we've never actually put anything on, on recording about it. But I, right. really, I really enjoy this show as a whole. As a whole. That being said, um, this show originally came out on YouTube TV, remember? Yeah, and then they uh, Netflix bought and it, And Netflix guess. bought it, and then has been just pumping them out like rabbit hotcakes. You know, like yeah. when, when horny rabbits make your breakfast. <laughs> Happen, <laughs> happens all the time to yeah, me. Yeah, pumping them out. Um, and the show is getting a little ridiculous at this point. This show has been ridiculous for a long time. But there's just this weirdly unique, still not yet exhausted charm to it. And the fact that in every episode, in any given scenario where there's adversity, karate is always the answer. Of course. And it's still, even though it's getting a little ridiculous and a little long in the tooth, you know, like in 138 episodes of being dorks, um, it still works for me. It's it, there's diminishing yeah, returns. There do are. not get me wrong. Yep. And the fact that uh, freaking what's his name went full on Hannibal Lecter at the end. Oh, <laughs> minus cut, cutting Kreese? the guy's face off, but you know faking his own death and doing the escape and uh, it was so goofy. And it, it's going way beyond you know karate, but it still somehow works, and it. it I feel like they're getting a little bit like Dexter in its last few seasons. Like, okay, they're just making like where it do up. we take it from here? Yeah, what's the plan here? Right. We're just delaying the inevitable. So I feel like this last season, season five, was one of the best seasons. But it also comes off the heels of the past few seasons I felt were just Oh, the first season pretty for me relaxed. is hundred percent like And season two was good. Yeah, and I think two. season one and season two are good. I think three and four. Well, as you can tell, when they're just, having to pull storylines from Karate Kid 3, who nobody remembers that movie, let's be honest. Right. I didn't even know there was a third Karate Kid with uh, 
you know, Pat Morita and Ralph Macchio and still Crease. I remember the second one. I remember like, okay, it's getting a little weird. Like, how did we go from a punk karate kid who got taken in by... God, the first movie's so good. Like, seriously, yeah, just no, when really you see is. a little snippet. But it gets deep. You know, it gets into him being in an internment camp and, you know, losing his wife. And mm. remember that night when he's drunk and, you know, he's like... And you see, like, what he's trying to not... Or what he's trying not to remember anymore. But, and then, like, and Daniel puts him to bed and then just the dynamics of, like being like an only kid and not having a dad, it got like freaking deep. Well, and that's the interesting thing is the original movie had some depth to it. It's like a top 10 movie for me. And then when I look back at it, I feel like the show, if they try to get into any depth, it feels fake. It, it has this weird, like just like Disney channel drama sheen to it. And I right. don't know how to say that. Where nothing goes beyond well, everything's level. resolved in like the, by yes. the next episode or something and, like and that and every i feel like they're constantly they have they have one one recipe basically for this entire show for the for like a season right it's, season one came out they were like that worked got super popular because of that first season second season let's do that third season let's do that same thing you notice how they're they constantly have the same things it's everything is a this person or dojo versus this person or dojo. And then there's and, a lot of red rovering, like, oh, I'm right. with Cobra Kai. No, Somebody I'm not who is bad now I'm is now good. Miyagi-Do. In, in literally just a split second in a single episode, they come over. They're suddenly just accepted by the other side. Then when one of the villains is taken off the board for whatever reason, they bring in a new villain from the movies. And Which, by it, the way, they're running out of the, completely. Oh, they're they're making shit up now. Like, oh, I'm the granddaughter of some the guy sensei from the third from, movie. Yeah, it's yeah. just it, it's getting like I said, they're they're starting to get exhausted with. Uh, and then they're going to bring Crease back. Yes, in this next and season. this has to be this has to be the final season. I'm really not. And what, don't get me wrong, I probably would watch because I've watched everything up to this point. The One of the things that makes this so watchable is the length of the episodes. Yeah. It's not quite like you're 20 minutes after, you know, the 30-minute show, 22 minutes after commercials. They're like 33-ish minutes, I feel like, uh-huh. on average. Maybe 40 if they're trying to do a little more in like a finale. And then they're very bingeable. Um, and they're easy. Yeah. I, think, I think that when Emily and I, we always have uh, at least three or four shows that we're watching, right? At the same time? At the same time. It's very confusing. Yeah. But uh, but like, we'll decide, okay, what do you want to watch right now? And more often than not, there's at least one of us who does not want to watch something deep. You know, we don't want to watch Handmaid's Tale, you know, because it's just hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. And then even, even certain shows like, you know, um, the other day I wanted to watch um, The House of Dragons. And she was like, I don't. I feel like I have to be in a really m- paying mood. attention. Yeah. And, you know, because there's a lot of names you have to remember and family ties and whatever. She's like, can we just watch like Cobra Kai? Because it's easy. You don't have to pay attention. There's no depth to it. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. So That's what, a charm. No, yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, it, it's very palatable when you're just kind of like not completely mindless, like just watching cartoons, but not much more ask of the viewer then something like you know, a cartoon think about it it plays out a lot like a saturday morning cartoon where yeah you know like a, like a saturday morning cartoon like they this, do fight on this week's episode like not ninja so much turtles like, they're fighting 
Yeah. Like, that's the way they do it. And there's Every some through lines some throughout action. the season and throughout the, the series as a whole. But largely, these episodes are inconsequential from one to the other. Not mm-hmm. in and of themselves, but from one to the other. Largely. I think one of the just the the draws that continues to be a draw for me as a viewer in this season, let alone the series as a whole, it's got to be uh, William Zabka as um, as Johnny. He's so good. Yeah, he's just even though he still hasn't changed, but he's trying to adapt. He's still completely out of touch, living in his glory days of the eighties, yeah. and he's rocking and rolling. But just the way he interacts with the world as a whole, and it's so funny how they're making fun of like modern things through his perspective. Uh, he's just so charming. And there's there's part of me that still, even though they've been doing it for the greater part of the series, that just gets like a, yeah, like when you see like... When your, they team up. When they team up. Yes, when him exactly. And, when him and Daniel totally team up. And, but then they're right back to being adversarial about something or a disagreement, a misunderstanding. But that's why I say this coming season should, and I kind of feel it has to be the last season because, you know, Kreese was an ally for a second, but not really. Now he's back, and now he's going to be looking for his vengeance, mm-hmm. and it's going to take all that he to counteract all that he's bringing and all the the fury he's going to have um, them teaming up, and then you know, I don't know how the show ends, but I want it to end. Like, yeah. Well, because they still have enough goodwill right now. Imagine, imagine if they kept on going for several more seasons yeah, and really didn't did not have a story to tell, right? Like, I feel like um, this last season, it would be a it would be like that perfect ending place to to go out when you're on top. Yeah. But if there's money to be made, you can't really trust showrunners to decide not to make money anymore. Sometimes you used to be able to, but. Yeah. I feel like is until really until ratings start dropping and the viewership goes down, I I would bet they'll keep pumping them out. Yeah, I don't need this to become like a soft franchise. Yeah, like Saw Nine 3D, the no. prequel, just like you've really lost touch with what yeah little semblance you had making this all connected. I don't know. This show's just fun. The acting is corny but endearing and it works oddly still. charming, and I like I like all the characters and their different motivations, and then you know the flashbacks still, and you know them trying to expand our understanding of of karate through these people's experiences, and like even like as corny as it was, like the flashbacks to Crease, you know, in the Vietnam War and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and they try to humanize everyone enough to the point where you can have a fuller picture of who they are and then decide whether or not they're good or bad to you, even though they're clearly meant to be yeah. good or bad. That's a good point. Besides yeah. Silver, which they... He's pretty much just Pretty attack. much just made him yeah. pure evil. But everybody else, and for like the most part... And like high-end evil. Yeah, yeah, like rich, rich evil. high-end evil. Yeah. But everyone else has shades of gray. Like which is basically just muted Silver. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Funny how the guy Silver... Is the one who doesn't have any shades of gray. He's just pure evil. Hmm. Um, one of the characters I was super excited to see. I think they brought him back at the end of season two or beginning of season three. The old uh, nemesis from Karate Kid Two, uh, Chosen. Cho- him. The bald guy with no the- him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's so good. Yeah. Um, just with <clears throat> that seriousness, but then the, like an understated sense of humor underneath mm-hmm. it all. I, I just really like his character. He's like, to me, he's never going to be like the main character. It put in ways like someone listening to this podcast might understand. Dragon Ball Z. 
He's not freaking uh, Goku or Gohan. He's more of a Piccolo, like a guy who's never going to like be the main hero or rise up to the biggest challenge, but always be there in the fight. Mm. Yeah. That did... doesn't mean anything to me. What? I never watched Dragon Ball Z. Oh. No. I just watched it for Piccolo. All right. Uh, email us later when we tell you how. Uh, who is your favorite Dragon Ball Z character? And is my analogy pretty accurate? I bet. I I bet. Okay. So there's not a whole lot to spoil. No. This season is was fun. These seasons this we got this yeah, year were we, fun. I think it's it, and just yeah, it's a chance for us to check in on the show as a whole cuz like I said, we've never really put a, a a thought to a recording about the show, but yet we both watched hours worth of Cobra Kai by now. Mm-hmm. So I, for me, I I truly do like the show and I appreciate the show for It's surprising when they drop an F bomb too, is it not? When, I don't remember. They the let a fuck fly here and there. Do they? Oh yeah, quite often. I, I think, I think that like I would watch the show and I would enjoy the show, but then I'd sit there and go, "Come on, guys! Like this doesn't make sense to have a fight at this moment." Or of course, both warring dojos go to the same water park and they have <laughs> that's, an that's entire easy. episode about them fighting at a water park. Like there's so much stuff that I feel is honest to God. Lazy, lazy fucking yeah. writing. This show is full of lazy writing, but they somehow pull it off with charm. No, the charm is the main star of the show. Yeah, yeah and that's like the main attraction. And I, I'm trying, like, I'm trying to pinpoint why I like it, and I really do just think that it's this sort of X factor charm that comes out. It's hard but to I don't describe. think it's. I I think it's the characters. A hundred percent. I think it's the characters. I do not think it's the writing because the writing is pretty shit. Yeah, I can understand. Um, that. And it's oddly driven forward through nostalgia. Oh, big like time. It, instead of just saying, hey, remember but this. To but to a fault, in my opinion. It was especially early on. Yeah. It was almost like Top Gun Maverick levels of talk to me, goose. It's like, really? I, we didn't know that that was yeah. a thing, especially when you're saying it for the fifth time, when he's getting another flashback of how Miyagi trained him, but they're, they're slowly getting away from it a little more because, frankly, they just have less flashbacks to play now. <laughs> they you know? basically played out the entire trilogy. They have shown you all three Karate Kid movies with Ralph Macchio and Pat Morita through the course of uh-huh. flashbacks, through the duration of the series. We've watched three movies inside of the series. I can't wait until this season ends and they do a spinoff and it has Jaden Smith... Or Jackie Chan's coming in. And Jackie Chan. Yeah. And they just redo this whole thing. That'd be really stupid and yeah, I wouldn't like it. I would like it. I would not. How did you like, let's just say, I mean, how are you liking this show? But let's specifically hone in on this season. What would you, as we're wrapping up, give this show, Yeah, this season of the show? I think however, as, as a show, I'd give it a 7.5. As only this, one half better than Rings of Power. Yeah. The Rings of Power is so much more of a quality show, but it doesn't mean it's more entertaining. Yeah, but this show is more about equality. True. Yeah. This last season, though, I would give like an 8.5. Okay, that's fair. And, you know, the only reason I'm dipping in the total score of the whole season is because there were some seasons in the middle that really just dragged on for me, and I didn't see the point. My takeaway is karate solves everything. True. So I give it an 8. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Very good show. Very fun. Alrighty. And if you enjoyed this very good episode of this very good show, feel free to leave us a comment by uh, emailing us, I guess. <laughs> Just email us. Do not comment. 
Or you, I mean, you can comment on. Well, yeah, no, you, we we've had some feedback on our uh, our stuff. So look up anything we've done in the past in our archive. It's uh, wherever you're listening to this currently. You just look for the other tracks. They know how podcast apps work. Should we're old? We don't understand this this world we live in now. You hey, can also email us at yeah. randomfandomcast at gmail dot com and uh, you know let us know your thoughts on on. Uh, Either the entire span of the five seasons of Cobra Kai or, or specifically this last one. Either one. We love you. You sound kind of like a dork. I, 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 I love that. You were speaking at a pace that made it sound like you were afraid of like our listeners. Well, I love them, but I am afraid of them. Okay. Well, with that being a... I want their love back, and that's what I'm afraid of. All right. Well, we're going to Diamo Island out of here. <laughs> so uh, thank you for being a fan of our fandom. Come back for what's next. Andiamo.